It's raining out. Yeah. Did you see the videos of the L.A. River? No, but I drove past it the other day and I saw how much it was rushing and I was like, wow. Yeah. Uh, it's wet out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, for anyone who's ever lived in L.A. or been here for an extended amount of time, everyone knows that the L.A. River is just like a trickle. It's not a real river. It's like <laughs> it's mostly like a few puddles and it's like some condensation like, trees. <laughs> And yeah. trash. Yeah. And you're confused as to why it would ever be called a river. And then mm-hmm. it rains the slightest amount. And mm-hmm. you have like roaring rapids. <laughs> yeah. And we're no, for Florida real. gals. Like we're used to way more rain than this. Oh, yeah. But it, the thing in Florida, the rain, it comes and it goes right on by. But here <laughs> it's just been raining days. Yeah. We're in the something river is what it's called right now. It's like a... I don't know. I saw some weather thing on TikTok. So I now I'm pretending I'm a meteorologist, but it's some kind of river current thing that is making it rain for a long, long time. The old man river. <laughs> the most ancient yeah. of air currents. <laughs> Listen as we tell the story. Oh, God. In this new docu-series. Hell Yeah. The Weather Complex, a spinoff of the Rob Complex. <laughs> I'm Shelby. I'm Sam. It's the Rom Complex. Oh, I'll meet you at the meet queue, wearing a meat suit. That's a suit, it's made out of meat. legitimately listen to that podcast if it was just me and you two people who know probably almost nothing about weather or weather Mm -hmm. systems or why things happen like just bullshitting our way through talking about weather entertaining listen i learned i it's very entertaining Mm -hmm. i learned a little bit about weather the same way i learned a little bit about everything I know a little bit about, which is that I dated someone who was really into it. So mm. I dated a, a meteorologist. You dated a weatherhead? Yeah. <laughs> I did. He's a like le- legit yeah. a weatherman now. Yeah. No way. Is he one of those naked weathermen? Uh, p- no, pretty sure he's all clothed. Mm. If he's naked, he doesn't post that. Po- Actually, you know what? I don't ever look. I just know that he follows me on Instagram because he's always looking at my story. Oh, got it. Got it. <laughs> my well, ex from college married with a child. Anyway, we're not talking about weather this week. No, we're talking about a different kind of phenomenon, which is <laughs> how Janine Garofalo could possibly be deemed not pretty <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination and that's the movie we're talking about today now Hell we're talking yeah. about the truth about cats and dogs yes yes 1996 starring janine Garofalo, uma thurman and some guy i don't remember his name bill something some british man ben ben his character's name was brian ben chaplin ben, ben chaplin, chaplin. And also and Jamie Foxx is in it. Chaplin. Jamie Cox is in it. <laughs> Sorry, your your microphone buzzed when you said it, so it sounded like you said Jamie no, Cox, and I was giggling no. about it to myself. I don't say dirty words, Shelby. I know for a fact that's not true. I'm just a baby. I can't curse. When babies curse, it's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> it is, actually. You're so right. <laughs> I love when children curse because, you know, they they'll just go like, God damn it. <laughs> they just heard one of their parents say, it. wait, oh, it's my God, so wait, fucking I, funny. I know that we're supposed to start talking about this movie and we will. But there is we a will. video like not trend, but sort of trend that I've been seeing on TikTok where parents will tell their kids, OK, you're not allowed to curse like 
out in the world. You can only curse if you're in this bathroom by yourself and the door is closed. So what they'll do is they'll set up a phone mm-hmm. camera and then they'll be like, OK, do you understand? And th- she's like, you can curse as much as you want, but you can only do it under these circumstances. And so the kid's like, OK. And then she closes the door and he's just like, shit. Like he's just like still whispering curse words, which I think is hilarious. But then he's like tossing up the middle finger, like at the, <laughs> just all the stuff. And then she's like, OK, are you done? He's like, not yet. And he just like keeps going like this. And then he's like, OK, I'm done. And they go outside. I think it's so cute. I've seen a couple of these videos already, and I just think it's hilarious. They're just mining their children for content yeah. shamelessly. Yes. And I'm it's here for pretty it. Fucked up. You're here for it. <laughs> Sam's like, I benefit from I this. Like They're it. not my kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm They're not doing <laughs> any permanent damage to these children. <laughs> Would you do this to your niece, to one of your nieces? Like Loki, yes. I asked her once because I also saw an aunt asking her niece what her favorite curse word. Like, oh, tell me a curse word. Like, I promise I won't tell your mom. Like, you won't get in trouble. Just tell me. And I did that to her when I was there for Thanksgiving. And she goes, I think she said heck. Like, it took... It took like a good 20 minutes. She would not say a bad word. And I was like, come on. No, no, no. It's fine. Like, I'm not going to say anything. I think she said heck. And I was like, okay, that's your, okay, good job. Get your, you're so, you're so little. It's like not quite bad, but it's bad enough for a little kid. Yeah. I think she's lying to me. She probably has another one up her sleeve, but. Oh, absolutely. It's okay. It's okay. We'll get there. So this movie, we start (laughs) out, we've got Janine Garofalo playing Dr. Abby Barnes. She's a veterinarian and a host of a radio show about animals. Mm -hmm. People call in and ask her questions. She immediately, we see her walking around and noticing the pretty privilege of like the tall, lithe blondes around her. And of course, the setup here, what the film is pointing us toward is like, Look, she's five foot one, mm-hmm. kind of curvy, round faced, brunette, sarcastic, kind of dark, smoky voiced attitude, mm-hmm. whatever. So she's like not, she doesn't fit in with this stereotype of the thin, gorgeous model blonde. Yeah. Okay. So she can't possibly be in a relationship. No man would ever possibly want her. And if the movie were like, this is a flaw she has, which. Sometimes it feels like that's what the movie is saying is that she's putting this on herself. Mm-hmm. But then at other times, the movie is full on like, yeah, she's not yeah. pretty. <laughs> yeah. No, 100%. and it's insane because she's gorgeous. Stunning. Not only is she gor- like her smile, fucking killer. She's mm-hmm. cute as hell. She's so strong and funny this like whole time. Like it. I wish that this movie were better because yeah. I think there was like a good movie hiding in there somewhere and it just... A hundred percent. I do think that had it been just a character flaw and they played that through it, like if you can very mm-hmm. clearly see that there are like that people don't treat her any differently, that she still does benefit from pretty privilege. She just thinks like it's just something that she thinks and it like she's blocking her own ability to like connect with other people they would have been way better but yeah you're right the movie gives us this mixed message of like no it's all in her head but wait people are treating her differently so wait who's wrong who's right i don't know in the real world realistically there are plenty of people who prefer like a round-faced cutie to like Mm -hmm. a slim-faced uma thurman type Mm -hmm. like it's Mm -hmm. People have different preferences. And so her buying into this whole like, oh, society says I have to look this way is like at odds with the way people actually are treating her. Mm -hmm. And if the movie had leaned into that, then we could have had an interesting rom-com instead of some of the shit we got. (laughs) Which I don't know if you like this movie, but like the more I think about it, the more I'm like, wait a second, what the fuck? Yeah. Listen, I know that this month is supposed to be like call the cops or call Cupid or whatever. What did we say? Call Cupids or call the cops? Yeah. I do, in fact, think that there are some egregious things that take place in this movie, specifically from Uma Thurman, who I loved and then wanted to like strangle at certain points in the film. Mm -hmm. So I'd call the cops on her. She turned. She did turn. So we've got this cool-ass radio host. This guy calls in. He's a photographer. Mm -hmm. And he 
put roller skates on a dog and now the dog's freaking out. It's silly. Mm -hmm. It's just silly enough for like a rom-com and not so silly that it's out of place in this world. So we're riding that line. He calls in. He's like, what do I do? Immediately, Janine Garofalo, Abby Barnes, mocks his British accent. First thing she does, (laughs) mocks his accent. And then she tells him to get on his knees and crawl. This guy, of course, falls the fuck in love with her. Of course. Because Instant. <laughs> this deep, sexy voice lady just mocked him and told him to get on his knees and crawl. Guys are freaks. Yeah. And this guy, definitely a freak. Oh, yeah. 100%. I also fell in love with Abby in the first five minutes. I'm a, yeah. Like, she reminds me of myself, you know, just this, like, mm-hmm. gal walking through life being like has this like hyper fixation on animals she fucking loves and she's a vet obviously but like she fucking loves animals and she talks about it on a microphone i wonder who else loves something and hyper fixates (laughs) on a very specific thing and talks about on a microphone i don't know i mean could it be me probably Maybe. maybe there was a part in the beginning where she's like telling one of the callers like She's like, it's us and them. Like, you can love your pets, but don't love your pets. They're us and them. Mm -hmm. Us and them. We're different. And I'm like, no, I want to be just like a dog. Yeah. 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 I'm going to shit right in front of everybody. Do it. (laughs) Do it. I'm going to eat out of a fucking bowl. Someone forgot to walk, Shelby. God damn it. Who forgot? Whose turn was it? Uh, You forgot. And now I pooped inside. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, we all poop inside. I pooped on the carpet. The worst place for me to poop. That's right. That's true. You're right. And I'm standing over in the corner looking really weird. And you're like, Shelby, did you do this? And I'm like looking. I like will not make eye contact with you. <laughs> this is such a weird thing to imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind Sam, of like, uh. just picture your bestie shitting on the floor. <laughs> and then <laughs> OK, let's move on. Help. So, <laughs> so. After Abby tells this man to crawl, helps him solve his problem with this dog, Mm -hmm. she basically convinces him to keep this dog. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you picked up this dog and now like you've got this. He's yours. Mm -hmm. You've entered into this life with this dog. And he really takes that to heart, bonds with the dog overnight, Mm -hmm. and so sends her a gift and calls her at the station to ask her out. Obsessed. So far at this point in the movie... 10 out of 10 no notes. I'm like fully invested in this romance up until this point where he's just like, listen, I can tell by your voice that you're hot and let's go on a date. Yeah. He's like, I can tell by your voice you're hot. What you said really touched me and I'm interested in that. Keep in mind, he's literally asking her out without any idea what she looks like. Mm -hmm. Immediately blowing her whole idea of mm-hmm. what's going on here because her thing is like he wouldn't go out with me he would rather go out with some tall blonde yeah so when he calls to ask her out she says yeah she describes herself as having her neighbor's physical features so mm-hmm. Uma Thurman is her neighbor and she's a model yes she describes herself like that and says, fucking whatever, meet me at this place. I'll, you know, you can't miss me. She, of course, just goes straight home. He waits there. I know. Waiting for her. Poor little baby. That was kind of mean of her. Yeah. And now here is where the real rom-com starts to me, which is, and I think maybe this is where the issue with this movie comes in, that there's like these dueling storylines, but like mm-hmm. the real rom-com is between... Uma Thurman's character Mm -hmm. and Janine Garofalo. Yes. Because they're the kind of odd couple. They're the ones who have a miscommunication Mm -hmm. and all this conflict. They're the ones going through the classic rom-com tropes. Yep. It's pretty funny. Mm -hmm. Like, they're forced to work together on something. Like, it's wild. Like, how this is the actual rom-com. But then it just makes all of the shit with Ben so meaningless. Yeah. Anyway, 100%. I think what I really liked, number one, the real rom-com starts when Abby hears. So we got a glimpse into Uma Thurman's character's name is Noel. We got a glimpse into Noel's boyfriend earlier in the movie Mm -hmm. when he was at the wrong door. And then 
Abby hears him yelling and berating and like throwing shit in Noelle's apartment, like being really belligerent. And so she comes outside and this was my favorite part of the movie because I don't know if you know this, but I do have a group chat with some of my friends called the dumb bitches (laughs) and he calls Noelle a dumb bitch and Abby's like, Oh, I'm sorry. Did you call me? I heard you say dumb bitch (laughs) literally took me out. I thought it was, she was like, Oh, wow. I guess there's a ton of dumb bitches in Los Angeles and immediately (laughs) send that to my friends. Cause obviously it's perfect, but she immediately without hesitation steps in to protect this girl. She does not know from this belligerent, disgusting man. And again, Love it. Love to see it. Abby is everything we should aspire to be. Women for women. Hell yeah. She's a girl's girl. Abby hears Roy, the boyfriend, saying like, you need to change that dress. It makes you look fat. Oh my God. Yes. (laughs) Awful. Do do you imagine like Uma Thurman ever? (laughs) Dude. In what, what world? This is when I'm convinced certain men live in an alternate reality. <laughs> well, but this is what we're setting up here is that Uma Thurman's character, Noelle, she's got bad taste in guys. She's not mm-hmm. the brightest. Mm-mm. Super mm-hmm. low self-esteem. Yeah. So she doesn't think she can like has the brains to get with cool guys just mm-hmm. the same way that Abby thinks she doesn't have the looks. Mm-hmm. So we have this cute little odd couple thing. And they're also kind of... At the same time, sort of comparing them to cats and dogs, but it the metaphor is not really working. It's not I, kinda, really all I don't either. know if it really, yeah, it wasn't really solid in the movie. No. So yeah, Noelle comes in, rescues her, but gets Roy to go away. Which in those situations, t- like sometimes it's just like, great, now I have to deal with him blaming me for this mm-hmm. woman rescuing me right yeah. like so it's always like oh what's gonna happen but in this scenario it doesn't that part's not really that important to the movie mm-hmm. it just he just fucks off and uh he breaks her <laughs> violin bow and fucks off yeah 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 and then they get to chat noelle and abby fuck abby yeah mm-hmm. so noelle reveals that she's like interested in doing radio and Mm -hmm. like all this cute stuff they become friends and she comes and visits abby in the studio at Mm -hmm. one point and what do you know (gasps) that's when the guy brian shows up yes at the studio he's like you stood me up so i'm going to come to your place of business Mm -hmm. and ambush you (laughs) So what a delightful turn of events, because Mm -hmm. now Abby is like, oh, Noelle, you pretend to be me. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, yeah, her voice is just different because of microphones. Yeah, you know, you know, auto tune. And then he somehow doesn't recognize Abby's voice. So they start calling Noelle Abby Mm -hmm. and they start calling Abby Donna. Yes. (laughs) As you would. Right. Why switch names when you can just make up a whole new name? Make up a whole new name. Why not? So Brian is now looking at Noelle Mm -hmm. being like, this is the woman I've been talking to. This is Mm -hmm. the woman I've been thinking about. Wow. He's attaching all of that affection he already had to Noelle. Mm -hmm. He's like, (sighs) what a lucky guy I am. Right. As he would have attached that affection to anyone. (laughs) Literally. Quite literally, yes. Yeah. So they start going out with Brian together. And (laughs) there are multiple times where they're like trying to tell him. But then Abby goes back on it. She gets nervous and she just makes up some weird story about how she sells cheese. Mm -hmm. But she, yeah. Oh, also, when they're like doing that thing where they're like, okay, you're Abby now and I'm Donna. They're improving a scene together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which Brian, you love. Which, yeah. which I love as part of the rom-com trope, mm-hmm. you know, lineup. The couple always does that. And now we got that. The, they're the rom-com couple. No, they are the rom-com couple. Anyway. So at the <laughs> beginning, Noelle is very much like, you need to tell him I'm not going to yeah. lie to this man and tell him that I'm you. I'm not going to date him as you like, that's weird. Like you need to tell him. So she tries to give them a moment mm-hmm. so that Abby can just confess right out the gate. And she doesn't classic. She gets real nervous because like he says something that makes her think that I forget what he says. Like they're talking about something and then 
he says something that makes her believe that she wouldn't be his type or something. I can't remember. And she's like, oh, no, yeah, no, I'm I make cheese. I don't. Yeah, that's not I don't do that. And so then Noel's like she comes back thinking, OK, we good. Like, is it all yeah, out in the open? Yeah. Is everybody kosher? And she's just like, uh, no. <laughs> so poor Noel gets dragged even further in it. So. Abby, what are you doing? Just, Abby, just come out with it. Just tell him. And so now he's like, he still doesn't know. So he's mm-hmm. continuing to attach all of this affection to Noelle, mm-hmm. which is not Abby. But he then later calls Abby. Mm-hmm. And so if he's calling her, the real Abby answers. Oh, yeah. And she's trying to disguise her voice, right? And then he's like, ooh, can you talk to me in your radio voice? And it's like, okay, easy. Uh, she's like she's like yeah yeah what a freak (laughs) yeah and they end up staying on the phone for seven hours they have phone sex and then they have phone sex they have phone sex yes and immediately after they finish mm-hmm. you know he's like oh I wish you were here and she's like yeah I wish you were here too and he's like okay <laughs> hangs up the phone immediately goes to Abby's place and she's freaking out she puts on I, I thought this was kind of funny she puts mm-hmm. on like a face mask and like a gel eye mask and puts her hair in a turn like she covers herself completely yeah to like peer out the window and be like you need to leave <laughs> yeah very Mrs. Doubtfire yeah he's like confused he's Mm -hmm. gotta know something's up right because this girl that he met in person is completely different Mm -hmm. from the girl he's talked to on the phone and he has started to notice that and he talks to his friend jamie fox about it of course so then like the next day or whatever noel is like we have to tell him and abby's like how about we find a way to tell him without telling him she's like i wish we could tell him without telling him Mm -hmm. so The plan they come up with is while Abby is doing her radio show, Noelle will go over to Brian's house Mm -hmm. and then turn on the radio with Abby on the radio. So Mm -hmm. he'll then know that Noelle is not Abby. And they've been to his place before. Mm -hmm. They had a turtle encounter (laughs) where Noelle was pretending to be... Abby and had to take care of Jamie Foxx's kid's sick turtle by mm-hmm. sticking its her finger up its butt. I I don't know yeah. turtle anatomy. I'm not a vet. I'm not a not veterinarian. A vet. Not a veterinarian, Mm-mm. unlike Abby. So Noelle gets there and Brian gives her a book. It's like you know, uh, Simone de whatever's yeah, letters something they to talked Sarge. about. What? Yeah, right. it's like some smart person book. I have a literature degree. It's a smart person book. It's a smart person book, yeah. And she's looking at it and is like, wow, wow, wow. And he's trying to feed her and he doesn't have any food except like cake. And she's just like really flattered at how like smart he thinks she is. Mm -hmm. And then when she is saying, oh, I don't eat cake, she's trying to stall for time. And she doesn't really know like how to say no because she doesn't eat cake. It's been established that she doesn't eat anything. She doesn't eat anything. She just smokes cigarettes apparently. Right. So he starts feeding her cake and it's immediately like more erotic than the phone sex scene. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it happens right after the phone sex scene. So from Brian's perspective, you have a great night with this girl Mm -hmm. that you're crazy about. You talk for seven hours that ends in phone sex. It ends in you getting a shoe from her apartment because that's the only thing she threw down as a memento. And you see her the next day and you're excited. You think, okay, like maybe we're going to be, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. we're going to be a little more intimate. And she's immediately like, don't touch me. And then you start feeding her cake and she's making crazy moaning sounds. And you're what is he supposed to think? Right. No. And because we know. Right. It's just because she doesn't ever get to eat cake. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know that. He thinks it's him. And for her, she thinks it's him, too, because she's like. Wow, it's so great that he thinks we're smart. So she now has changed her mind. The radio mm-hmm. kicks in saying Dr. Abby Barnes is going to be live in five minutes or mm-hmm. whatever. So she hops up and Brian's like, oh, it's okay. We can get you there. Let's go. And so they start going. Oh, another important thing to note, his dog that he's had this whole time mm-hmm. loves Abby. Abby does not care for Noel. 
So like the mm-hmm. dog knows the whole time. I don't think the dog doesn't like Noel. I think Noel's just afraid she of like the, dog. the dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's afraid of animals, which should be clue number one. Like, right. hello. <laughs> you just talked to a vet and she got talked about getting on all fours to your dog and submitting to it for it to listen to you. And you think she's just going to not talk to the dog? What is it? Come on. Right. Use your critical thinking skills, Brian. They're fucking with this guy's head pretty bad. Because why would you expect this to be occurring? You know, like. Right. (laughs) You would never anticipate this. Also, in this scene with the cake, they kiss. Noel and Brian kiss. And then they rush through the streets of L.A. Also, that was the other thing I my brain was doing a lot of like, where are they? Mm -hmm. Because there are scenes when they're on the beach, like Mm -hmm. walking along like the like in Santa Monica, like the very last scene takes place. I know for a fact in Santa Monica, those benches are very like, Mm -hmm. they all look that way. And they also go to a mall at one point. Like where, what mall did they go to? Like how, because then they go from the mall to walking on a freaking pier. And I'm like, that's not, Right. LA's not shaped like that. Yeah. (laughs) So it doesn't matter. I was very confused. Anyway. The magic of cinema. The magic of movies, I suppose. So they rush from Brian's apartment to get her to an unidentified radio building somewhere in Los Angeles. (laughs) So she's also fucking with the knobs. She like takes one of the knobs off and like she again, she's trying to stall so that he doesn't find her out. Because now she doesn't want to tell him that she's not Abby. Yeah, she was doing a real solid for Abby and now has immediately switched it around because she's like, wait, this guy's kind of hot, though. I like the way he feeds me cake. And also her boyfriend's a shithead. Like earlier, like right before the scene, I think she's practicing her lines for this broadcast journalism audition thing. And her boyfriend's like asleep and keeps telling her to shut up that she's being too loud and like getting annoyed with her. So Mm -hmm. I could understand, like, she fucking hates him. I think she ends up reading the magazine, like, is your boyfriend secretly a loser is like some kind of quiz in a (laughs) a magazine. And she's like, oh, shit, my boyfriend is a loser. Holy, like, (laughs) holy shit. So she's also feeling like shit dating this guy. And then she's got this nice guy. Listen, I'm not going to fault her for that one. I would have fell for it briefly, too. I don't think I would have handled it in the same way as Noel. Like, after this whole thing but being there with a cute guy feeding me cake telling me nice things like wanting to cuddle with me i'd fall for it i'd be like oh shit especially yeah compared to what she had before this is Mm -hmm. like something that she didn't think she could have because roy is also like her manager or whatever for modeling Mm -hmm. stuff so of -hmm. course he doesn't want her to get a different job you know so she gets to the Radio station gets in just in time. Brian hears the radio show before he and he sees her not in there yet, but she covers it up. Mm -hmm. They're like they used a pre-recorded show for the beginning. So now I would have just lied and said the whole episode was (laughs) pre-recorded, right? Instead of rushing, I'd be like, oh yeah, right, come on, yeah. (laughs) She's not smart, remember? That's true. Abby is like, what happens? And Noelle's like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. (laughs) She's like, she can't answer it. And their solution, they have like two options. Like they're Mm -hmm. like, oh, we could just like tell him everything or we could just get drunk and see what happens. Like go over, get drunk and see what happens. Yeah. So they all go over to his place and they all get drunk. Yeah. And I was like, just have the threesome. Just have the threesome. I thought that's where it was going. Just I was like, tell him the truth and have the threesome. I legitimately, because I texted you about the phone sex scene, because I was like, damn, like mm-hmm. to me, 1996, I was like, damn, you guys are, wow, like you guys are really going for it. So I anticipated that we would at least get the, at least the starting of a threesome before one of them opted out or was like, we can't do this, you know, something like that. Right. Yeah. I was at least anticipating that there would be like some kissing, some touching until one of them backed out of the threesome arrangement. But no, that's not what happened. What happened is they're all talking and it's quite clear that Donna, a.k.a. Abby, mm-hmm. <laughs> has a lot more in common with Brian than mm-hmm. Noel does. And Noel feels 
really cool to be thought of as like this smart person, but she knows, but she knows she doesn't actually have the like background or anything to back it up. Right. Like there's no reason for someone to think that about her. Right. So, she can't. Yeah. As they get talking more at some point, I mean, they're all drunk now. He's a photographer, right? So he starts mm-hmm. taking Abby, Donna's pictures. Mm-hmm. And she starts posing and being really cute and, you know, doing like cool stuff. And he's like, wow, that's really good. Wow, your eyes are so incredible. And this is why I think the movie meant to be like, to not agree with her about mm-hmm. her being so much less attractive than Uma mm-hmm. Thurman, right? Because he's saying like, wow, your eyes are so beautiful. Like he's finding this connection with her just based on her physical experience, mm-hmm. not knowing that this is the woman that he talked to on the phone that night. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm like, why don't you realize it here? You're talking to her all right. night. You know what her fucking voice sounds like. <sighs> Listen, because then they add into the mix that Uma Thurman is now trying to get Brian. So mm-hmm. she sees this happening. And instead of just letting it happen, which is what they agreed upon... They agreed, hey, Mm -hmm. we're going to go to Brian's house. We're all going to get fucked up and we're going to see like basically who he chooses, Mm -hmm. which is like, it's really fucked up (laughs) Like to to be like, oh, we'll see who he chooses. I thought it was more like we'll get Mm -hmm. fucked up and see if that loosens our lips and we tell him. Oh, really? Oh, I don't think I think maybe because I was focusing on the fact that Uma Thurman was like changing her tune. That to mm-hmm. me, it was more like, because the way that I read that conversation between them was Abby was like, why didn't you tell him? And she was like, I, I don't know. Like, I just, uh, I, uh, you know, and Abby was like, yeah, internally was like, oh, she likes him. So yeah. what are we going to do about this now? So then they decide to come like, oh, yeah, he can he can choose. Right. I don't know. That's how I kind of read it. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, he could choose if he knew all the fucking facts. It's true. It's true. But you're not letting him do that. Mm-hmm. So Noelle jumps in and is like, hey, take my picture. You can take yeah. my picture, too. She so she's doing jelly. all her cute modeling stuff. And she's doing little cute modeling poses. And Abby sees this and it makes triggers her insecurity. And mm-hmm. she's like, you know what? I'm just it's late. I got to get up. I'm going to get going. She mm-hmm. leaves. She leaves Brian to Noelle. She's like, yeah. All yours. And she stands outside and walks. Watches her, them walk Watches up. her silhouette walk up the stairs to the bedroom. <gasps> to have sex. I think one small change that they could have made here that would have made it more to like the point we were talking about earlier about this kind of all being in her head is mm-hmm. that you can tell he was hyper focused on Abby when he was photographing her. I and mean, you can see this. Oh, this connection. Oh, it's like, wow, I'm like seeing you for the first time or whatever. Right. If when Noel jumped in, it was still very obvious that Brian couldn't take his eyes off of Abby. Do you know what I mean? Because right. the minute he starts photographing Noel, he is completely ignoring Abby. Abby's trying to bring up conversation. <laughs> She's asking him questions. She's trying to be like, hey, no, look at me. Remember me? I'm over here. Don't forget. And he's completely ignoring her. So that's why she's like, oh, yeah, I gotta go. Like, she feels insecure again. She feels like, oh, okay, he wants to be with the tall, leggy blonde or whatever. So I think a small change that would have made it at least a little bit better would have been if we as the audience could tell that he was still, like, was less interested in Noel now that he kind of has this realization of, like, oh, wait, Donna yeah. and I have things in common and also her eyes are stunning and like, you know, whatever physical attributes he is attracted to. But do you know what I mean? Like it would have made it so that it's like, even though they're still playing this game of, oh, he probably still just wants to be with Noel or whatever. Cause she's hot. We can see, oh wait, no, he realizes that he's also very attracted to Donna, maybe more so right. because they have things in common. This is repeated at the end when they're having their like final discussion that he is so reluctant to say she's beautiful. If they had just had this character yeah. be like, no, you're hot as fuck. Like, and then we, we could have been you're like. You're Janine Garofalo. Like, I don't understand. You're Janine Garofalo. Like, yeah. Like, what? <laughs> you're a movie star. Like. <laughs> yeah. What are you, what are you talking about? Yeah. But Noelle doesn't sleep with him that night. Like, she calls and she's leaving all these messages for Mm -hmm. Abby because Abby's not talking to her. Mm -hmm. And Noelle is like, listen, I want to talk to you in person, you know, not over the phone. Like, I didn't sleep with him that night. 
you know, I'm going to do all this stuff. And then Brian keeps like trying to contact her and he's like, she hasn't talked to me. He runs into Abby, who he Mm -hmm. thinks is Donna and mm-hmm. they have a nice little day together and they like look yeah. they like have a they fun a time. Walk. They look at the sunset. They walk from or the something. unspecified mall to the unspecified right. pier. Yeah. He gives her his job. This part was super cute. And th- again, if we had started like peppering in this idea that he is now in this kind of like, wait, who do like who am I? Do I want Abby or do I want Donna? If we if they had added that in that like photography scene, it would have made more sense in this moment because they're walking, they're talking for hours, it's assumed, and the sun is about to set and he's like, Oh, you're free, like you're shivering. Here, take my jacket. And they have this really cute mm-hmm. rom com moment where he like is quite literally putting his wrapping his arms around her to button her buttons on this uh-huh. jacket and to like warm her hands because they're so cold. But the way that it's played in the scene, he's completely oblivious to all of it. It's all one-sided. It's all Donna being like, "Wow, this is so romantic." And then him being like, "So if you talk to Abby, and like, you know what I mean? It just it yeah. doesn't Yeah. It doesn't even make sense for his character for him to to do any of that if he's not already attracted to her his character doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. from a character perspective it only makes sense from a perspective of getting abby's character to feel certain things which is just Mm -hmm. not fulfilling no in a story because is he like the manic pixie dream girl uh, he's just he's like the he's like a sexy lamp the sexy lamp equivalent. okay yes okay but she Yeah, I don't know. It's wild. The things that he says, he's like, if you see Abby, can you tell her I miss her face? Yes. And that's like the specific thing that's going to hurt Abby's feeling, the Mm -hmm. real Abby's feelings, Mm because she's like, oh, her face is so much different than mine. And that's what I'm insecure about. Right. But Noelle, this would never tell happen to me because I would just fucking tell him the truth mm-hmm. at any moment. No, immediately. I, I hate secrets like that. <laughs> immediately. I yeah, don't know how I, to act. No way. No way. No way. Yeah. <laughs> but Noelle is like, make a list of all the things that you love about me. Because now he's going around. So he's like, Abby, I love you. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. How many, You yeah. don't even fucking know. You're what? So Noelle is like, make a list of all the things you love about me. Meet me at my apartment at this time. Of course, mm-hmm. she's not fucking there. The real Abby is there, mm-hmm. and he comes in, and Abby pretends that fake Abby is bathing, is in the bathtub mm-hmm. or whatever. And he's like, I got to read her this list. Can I read you the list and get, like, a feminine perspective? And at yeah. this point, I'm like, how do you still not fucking know? Yeah. But he reads her the list, and it's it, at first, it's like, oh, you know, yeah, I love to, your smile or whatever. Yeah, and you then light up he, a room. Like, yeah. Right. And then he just talks about, like, actual things about her that he learned about her in that like seven hour phone call and Mm -hmm. like stuff that's just her personality that she actually knows about herself Mm -hmm. and shared with him in their phone and radio interactions right and at that point you know she starts to feel like oh i don't know are you maybe you were in the wrong abby and that's when he notices a flyer with her name and picture on it, which he, you know, this could never happen now because you Google someone, you see their picture. <laughs> you no, know, 100%. This would not, yeah, this movie could not happen because immediately if he was like, wow, I need to thank her, he would Google her and immediately see what she looks like. Yeah. So he sees the flyer and is like, oh my God, what the hell? Is this some like sick game you two play? And I mm-hmm. think Noel gets there and he's like, what? So who are you? Like, yeah, what is what's this? going on? He's rightfully freaked out mm-hmm. and offended. Mm-hmm. And he fucks off. Yeah. He's uh, and then the movie's set. The end. And then that's it. Yeah, that's it. And we're like, oh, get him next time. At least we're still best friends. <laughs> so they do the girls, the gals, they reconcile. Mm-hmm. And eventually they're like, hey, don't you think that you should try talking to Brian, mm-hmm. Abby, like you liked him so much and he liked you. And I think, you know, maybe you just try. So she does. She sees him at a bar. She goes to try to talk to him. And at first he's like, mm-hmm. you know, he he doesn't really listen to her. But then like, and it's affecting her radio show. She's being so mean to yeah. everybody. She's like, maybe you shouldn't have a pet then if you're <laughs> right. It's like, wow. OK, relax. <laughs> but then the dog shows up. And she's like, wait, I know this dog, it's Hank. And then, mm-hmm. you know, everyone in the station is like, oh, my God, is he here? And so, yeah, Brian shows up and they talk and he 
reveals that he was only attracted to Noel because of their deception. But even during this conversation, you know, he's she's like, yeah, because she's beautiful and I'm what? And like he like doesn't say it. And it's mm-hmm. like at any point he could have said you're fucking beautiful like yeah why like just enthusiastically tell her she's beautiful why wouldn't you right it (laughs) it makes no sense at all especially because at this point you know he gets hank to go to the radio station for her to put on skates to be dragged by hank through the streets of santa monica to end up with him it's like you're already doing these like big romantic gestures. You're already trying to create one of these big love scenes. Fucking tell her she's beautiful. Like, I just don't like that's the mm-hmm. b- the bare minimum. Like, what do you mean uh, she's yeah. not beautiful? Like, what What do you mean? Right. She's not tall. I've wanted to be short it's my weird. whole life. <laughs> <laughs> I think being short is beautiful. <laughs> It's just really weird. Yeah. It, it just it feels like there were multiple messages at play here and one of mm-hmm. them really sucked. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. anything that presents this difference between Noel and Abby as like this huge gulf in attractiveness is mm-hmm. just not Yeah, it doesn't if it's not it, presented as something yeah. that's just inside her head like obviously it it doesn't make sense pretty privilege is real but she has it like (laughs) no exactly (laughs) right a hundred percent and i think it's so interesting i know i sent this to you but in the trivia janine garofalo did not want to make this movie after uma thurman signed on because it went from being like an indie movie like an indie rom-com to being this like commercial kind of big thing. So I guess I would love to read the original script and see what the initial intentions were, like how the story would have unfolded had it not been, I guess, changed for commercial palettes. But it is very much like 1996 for movies to be telling us Mm -hmm. that like only hot people are tall, thin, blonde women. So that makes sense to me. But in terms of like, you're right. The whole message of this movie is so mixed And like unclear because we can all see that Abby is hot and that specifically Brian is attracted to her. But then they act like it's only about being like the hottest model in the room. Like that's the only way you're going to find love. I also think the issue is here. We want this friendship storyline, at least for me when I'm watching this, it feels like the friendship storyline should be front and center. It It's the one hitting those rom-com tropes and everything, right? So mm-hmm. it's unsatisfying to have the movie end with this whole thing about her and Ben getting together mm-hmm. because they didn't have the kind of satisfying journey that like yeah. uh, Noelle and... Abby had like we got to see them interact so much more than we got to see either of them interact with Ben so Mm -hmm. you're right keep the focus maybe make the just make it a smaller deal for the romance thing and focus on that cool subversion of the rom-com tropes that are turning them into a friendship story no 100% this reminds me have you seen do revenge on Netflix no what is that I feel like maybe we should add it to the queue. I don't know if we should do it right after, okay. but it, it does have a lot of those same elements. Like the fact that I don't know if it's technically a rom-com, but it very much is a rom-com about two unlikely people becoming the best of friends. And like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of manipulation. There's a lot of like stuff that happens Love as it. well, but there is, there is also romance like with different people like other characters in the story, but ultimately the core of the story are these two people. And that's the way that it like, it has a very much more satisfying ending in that sense, because it's like, yeah, this is where it was. Like, this is where we got all the good shit. Of course we need to end on Mm -hmm. them. Right. Uh, Oh, well, it's fine. Do you remember when this movie came out? Like I remember seeing commercials for it or something. Do you really? Like I do. Yeah, I do remember hearing the name of the movie a lot. I mean, I would have been like six, but yeah, I have memories. (laughs) I would have been like five, and I don't really remember uh, a lot from before I was like a teenager, (laughs) so I don't really remember. That's a great sign. 
What a great yeah, we're sign. Not, we're not scared about childhood. that at all. <laughs> we're not. Yeah. We're not afraid. <laughs> but no, I don't remember that. In all honesty, when you threw it in the chat, I thought <laughs> at first I was like, cats and dogs. That's not a rom-com. I was thinking of the, it's not animated, the live action. Yeah. You know, the one, the cats like versus dogs. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wait a second. That's not, it's not our brand. Let's watch, let's watch our next movie, G-Force. <laughs> The, the one with the guinea pigs. Hell yeah, <laughs> let's do it. We can do Turbo Fully Loaded. We know you love that film. Okay, you're confusing Turbo with Herbie Fully Loaded. Oh, shit. Yes, I love to talk about Turbo and will indeed talk about it whenever you want. Turbo Name Fully Loaded. Name the time and place my, I will talk the, about Turbo. I will talk about it as Turbo Fully Loaded. <laughs> because that's where it is in my brain. But yeah, no, I don't remember much of 1996 but I will say this feels very much like a product of 1996 absolutely very much oh it's got that mid-90s stink all over it (laughs) (laughs) p-u you know what I mean but to be completely honest with you I enjoyed watching this way more than I've enjoyed some more recent rom-coms to be completely honest with you because even though Absolutely. the messages were mixed and a lot of it was kind of like, eh, is that real? It's still, you can tell that like the 90s still liked rom-coms at least a little bit. Enough to force the rom-com in right at the end, even though it makes no sense for the characters and their journeys. Yeah, and that's fine. And we do this podcast because we like seeing these tropes repeated, mm-hmm. right? Like we enjoy mm-hmm. that. Yeah. It's comforting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not going to hate on it for being, you know, cliche and stuff. But yeah, I and the dog in this movie, uh, she was fucking hell. And her oh my cat, God. adorable. Her cat, so cute. I loved the animals. And I did genuinely love the relationship between Abby and Noel. I loved that mm-hmm. both of them kind of had, well, I, I don't want to say biases, but like both of them were very ignorant to the other's life, right? So Abby thinking, Noelle, oh, she's a model. Everything is probably easy. She probably gets men all the time. Like, you know, those kind of preconceived notions, whereas like Noelle is an idiot and she's like, wow, what must it be like (laughs) to be smart? I loved, oh my God, this is so (laughs) stupid. But I fucking loved that when her and Abby aren't talking because of the whole Brian thing. And she's like, I'm reading two books right now. One is the book that Ryan gave us, uh, Brian gave us. And the other is a dictionary. So I can understand the book <laughs> Brian gave us. And I thought it was so cute. I was like, that's adorable. You can tell that she just really is like, I fucked up because I was feeling shitty and this guy made me feel better. But I took for granted the amazing person that I've gotten mm-hmm. to know over the past week. I don't know how long this movie takes. <laughs> Right? It feels yeah. like it's only a Who week. Knows? It might be longer. He fell in love with a woman. Right. So in rom-com, it could have been one day. It could have been one day. <laughs> You're so right. I think it's, I think maybe the whole movie takes place over a month. Maybe. But yeah, she was just like, you're more important to me. And like, I really fucked up. So I'm going to take this time and I'm going to try to make amends, but I'm also going to better myself and I'm, I'm going to do the things that I want to do. And then she even comes back when she talks to Brian. She's like, I tried reading it. It wasn't my thing. I think I'm more into like mysteries and romance. And I'm like, look, see, you can you can find something that is to your taste. Right. You don't ever have to pretend to be someone else. You can just be yourself. And I, I think what's funny about these two characters is that they are they have the same flaw, right? Is mm-hmm. their insecurity. It's just Noelle's is about her ability to interest someone in her personality Mm -hmm. and mind and abby is about being able to interest someone in her looks and it's just like one of those it's very i don't know the yeah it's a false dichotomy yeah no 100 i said it i'll say it again say it again it's a false fucking dichotomy sam you added fucking in there Interesting. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> also, like, veterinarian takes a lot of work. Basically, they're both, like, at the tops of their field. Like, she's mm-hmm. a model. Yeah. You have to be extremely good looking to be a model. Mm-hmm. She's not just regular good looking. She's regular smart. Like, mm-hmm. regular person. You know, yeah. like, 
I would probably need a dictionary to read a big book. Yeah, I would want to read a big book. Right. <laughs> yeah. I would rather be dumb as hell. Yeah. Oh, my God. The bliss. The bliss of being stupid. I would love oh it. Oh, my God. It sounds lovely. Yeah. So which one of those is supposed to be the cat? And, with, and, and which one's the dog? <laughs> and what's the truth about it, Sam? I think maybe Abby's supposed to be the dog because she thinks she's ugly. But she and has dogs a cat. Are ugly? I don't know. You know when you I say like she's cats a dog. Are smart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. I get. It. I get it. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I Maybe don't it's know. like dogs are men and cats are women. I don't know. Yeah. People, the, it doesn't really yeah. hold. It doesn't really hold. <laughs> Their thesis is flawed. <laughs> Maybe it's us. Maybe we're just dumb bitches. <laughs> that's why. That's my name, baby. Don't wear it out. <laughs> So if you could have anyone be your Noel to be your little body double for you while you are the brains behind the operation, who would you have? Oh, my God. That's all. We'll see. I don't really have I don't really have those same kind of body issues. So I'm like, yeah, no, you look at me. I know. So let's so in this case, it's like you're going to send someone you want a date to go well, but you don't actually want to go on the date. Mm. Who would you send in your place? Oh, if it was like my boss set me up and I have to go yes, to this thing, yes. but I don't want to go. Right. Who would I send in my place? Oh, my God. Are we talking like celebrities? You pick anyone in the goddamn world. I would probably genuinely pick someone who kind of looks like me because I would okay. be scared. <laughs> yeah. That they would then report. Oh, yeah. Like she had beautiful blonde hair. And it's like, no, Wait she a doesn't. Second. Right. <laughs> so it has to be someone like sort of close to me. I would say, I'd say like Jenna Ortega. She kind of looks like me. She does kind of look like you. Yeah. She's tiny yeah. and a child, but. She know. is quite small. But you know, close enough, right? Who would you pick? Oh, boy. And I could, I would want to tell them what to do. Mm-hmm. I could whisper in their ear. On I was going to say, it was kind of, I thought this movie was going to be more like Cyrano-y. Right, right. It wasn't. And it is, but in a lower key way. Yeah. Which I like. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Who would I send? Uh, Daffy Duck. Hell yeah. <laughs> I just want to see what that guy would do. <laughs> yeah. Get him real confused. Why not? So if you want to hear more of our wacky antics, I think we're done talking about this movie. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on social media. Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Threads. The Rom Complex. That's the profile. Hell yeah. If you have some thoughts on this movie, if you know, listen, honestly, if you know why this movie is called The Truth About Cats and Dogs, if you can find the metaphor or whatever the hell they were trying to allude to, because we certainly couldn't, send us an email, theromcomplex at gmail.com. If you would like to join our now larger patreon community you can do so at patreon.com slash the rom complex our 200th episode marathon stream subathon loveathon subathon whatever i called it Mm -hmm. went fantastic we are so like oh my god we're so grateful to have so much support we are almost at our goal that would allow us to have james edit everything including patreon content not just these episodes that Mm -hmm. are being released now thank you james for editing our episodes and to that point if you are a ten dollar patron we will shout you out we've got some new ones to shout out here so starting with our tried and true favorites Catherine w and nicole j k darling homebody.com then we got our new batch it's j j j j train choo choo alex awol hit people guy steve f and of course chase yonk yonk and if you would like to join that bunch please head on over to patreon.com slash the rom complex so much bonus content so much bonus content but until next time or over on the patreon wherever you hear our beautiful soothing voices next remember to keep falling in love with yourselves bye, bye.